And welcome to the latest episode of Nerds Amalgamated. I uh, hope you're all having a fabulous week this week. And um, yeah, hope that winter has arrived for you the same as it has for us. Um, with me this week, I have the Professor. Hello. And how are you going, Professor? A bit pissed off. I uh, got my phone repaired today and they lost the uh, screen speaker grill for underneath the phone screen. What sort of a Muppet would forget something like that? I don't know. At least I promised to fix it, so I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt this time. Okay. Did they fix it? Not yet. They need to order the part. And speaking of Muppets, the other voice you heard just then was the DJ. How you going, DJ? Oh, not too bad, Buck. Not too bad. That's I mean, awesome. You getting all your assignments done? Well, I know with the, with the um, stuff that's going on outside the podcast, uh, yeah, I'm slowly trying, slowly getting there. The stuff going on outside the podcast. Are you looking in mirrors again? Oh, I don't know. Every time I see a every time I see a mirror now, I see an image of a mu- big muppet named Buck. Ah, uh, what sort of mirrors are you looking at? Mirrors only show you a picture of yourself. I don't know. This mirror is kind of weird. It's kind of showing a vision of, of the future. You could only wish to be as good as me. <laughs> moving along with the show, first up this week, we have Magic the Gathering is going to become an animated series. Yes, so fresh off from their recent success of Avenger- Avengers Endgame, the Russo brothers are now looking to expand to um, expand a new universe, this time Magic the Gathering. So J- Joe and Anthony Russo, the Wizard of Wizard of the Coast and Hashbro's AllSpark Animation have teamed up with Netflix to bring the fantasy game to the screen for the first time in the franchise history. This is going to be Sweet. fun. <laughs> so are you ready for 17 seasons? Some overarching plot that's only going to come together in the last one? <laughs> but even Actually, then, if it doesn't work out the way they want, they'll just change it anyway because isn't that, aren't they bringing back um, Iron Man now? Well, Seriously? Yeah, apparently they're, they're, someone's identified a way that, they, that he can be brought back now. Okay. Ah, uh, yeah. Spoiler alert. Sorry. <laughs> I think the spoiler moratorium is over for that movie anyway. I know. I heard that before I saw the movie. Yeah, it's been spoiled by everyone else. So they're also saying here that the Russos will oversee the creation of an all-new storyline and expand the stories of the Planeswalkers, which are magic, magic-wielding, Heroes and villains. Uh huh. So, so that's going to be interesting. Oh. How many? Uh, uh, you say they, they're going to be bringing this. How many episodes a season do we know? Uh, none so far. No. Okay. No, no word on it. But they've um, besides the Russo brothers, there are a couple of producers and executive producers named for it um, for the series. So yeah, mm. looks like there'll be over there'll be um productions ahead. I wonder whether this they're going to do the same as um, was it Yu-Gi-Oh where they have the, the little thing that straps their arm for playing their cards on and all that, or whether they're just going to actually be the characters from off of the cards running around. Uh, I think it's going to be basically the um, the story the story of it, basically saying like, oh, was this is the uh, classic history of Magic the Gathering, kind of like um, what those animated trailers you see on YouTube. Okay, I haven't really seen those, but yeah. Yeah, but my question is going to be: Are they going to change? Are they going to do like what Star Wars did before the Force Awakens, which was after the Return of the Jedi, they had a lot of comic books and novels, and when the when the Force Awakens, what happened was all those comics and novels were deemed not canon. Are they going to do that, or are they going to do something totally different? Well, if they do that, they're going to be breaking, um, probably breaking the contract with Wizards of the Coast because who are, they're the ones who own it and that builds up all the storyline. <clears throat> so, and they didn't do Force Awakens and a lot of the stuff for the Star Wars that you're talking about was fan fiction and so forth, written by the people, not by the original authors. So, yeah. Really? Even the, Mar- even the stories of Luke Skywalker having a kid and all? Well, who wrote them? Um... It's like that was IDW comics, wasn't it? One second. I don't know, but who wrote the original books? Give me a second. I'm sticking. <laughs> I swear, I got to bring that clock back into play. 
<laughs> God damn internet. God damn Australian internet. Not working. Uh-huh. Um, well, we just poked a major hole in the question you're asking. So, yeah. Hang on a second. Which, uh, so, uh, the other question for Magic Gathering I've been wondering is, so they're saying they're going to concentrate on all the planeswalkers. Which planeswalker are they going to look into, basically? Are they going to go look into people like Ileana or... Well, I don't know. It'll probably end up like the Warcraft. It's a good chance of it being that way. Yeah, what do you guys think of the whole like tra- um, game move game movies turning into transitioning from one medium to another medium? I don't care if they're good, but games are a hard one to, um, to translate to movie. The interaction, mm-hmm. especially yeah. uh, more traditional games, don't have a whole lot of cuts. It's uh, that's why movies from the nineties on games were all universally awful. Because there was no story to go on. They were coming up with an original story and a game character. Yeah. But um, just out of question, though, if you add one medium to another medium, does that make it a large? <laughs> no, it makes it a double medium. Okay. But, um, yeah, the original Star Wars books were written by George Lucas. So all the other stuff that was written afterwards. So, yeah, it's Alan, Alan Dean Foster and George Lucas were the guys behind writing the original Star Wars novels. So everything else that's not written by them isn't canon. So... Yeah. And none of it's uh, Disney canon. Yeah, that's the problem. So Lucas Cannon's totally off the grid now. Hmm. Although I'm kind of, I'm hoping it doesn't they don't screw it up like what they did with Dungeons and Dragons and Well, Dungeons and Dragons is another awful one maker movie out of because it's just generic fantasy. It's not the settings, the stories you tell with your friends that make Dungeons and Dragons. Mm-hmm. Because let's face it, nobody else nobody out there other than a D&D role player, he's going to laugh at a critical fail that sees you trying to seduce a half-orc and actually succeeding and getting married. Yep. Did you guys ever remember the old Dungeons and Dragons movie? With The Rock? Uh, no, that's the, that, that's the Mummy. Oh, that was no, the Mummy. Um, Doom had The Rock, I think. Yeah, no, there was... Um, was... The Mummy had The Rock as well. I remember a couple of... Dungeons and Dragons not a game. Yeah. Yeah. I remember the um, Dungeons and Dragons movies. You mean the live action ones or the animated ones? The live actions. Yeah, I, I've seen the live actions. Oh, pretty cool. I, I, I miss the old um, Dungeons and Dragons um, animated series, the one in the 1980... Was it 1990s? Yeah. Um, 1980s. 1980s, yeah. that's all. Um, there was actually... I actually, I think I just had a post on the Facebook page just the other day. Um... The car commercial? Yeah, the, the, I think it was a car commercial from Brazil based on Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, I posted up a picture of that earlier on. And yeah, you found the video and I was like, cool, they made a car video with all those guys. That is awesome. Like, yeah. Um, we're a bit off topic there, but yeah. So, all up. Um, what do you reckon? You think it's going to be worth watching? I, w- I would like to see the synopsis and then maybe make a judgment out of that. Maybe, maybe see something much more solid i think it'll be like the warcraft movie it'll be technically all right but it will only really appeal to the big fan mm-hmm. okay all right well um so actually let's have a look at some of the comments no no, oh, no there's four comments um free x seasons everywhere best villains of all time someone's saying awesome very Someone, someone's actually arguing about the accuracy of the information reported and telling them yeah, that the, the the person has written it is wrong. Um, yeah, so obviously there's going to be a lot of debate coming up in the near future. Um, moving on to the next uh, next topic, um, brushing your teeth. Not only does it help stop you having bad breath, bad teeth, gum disease, gingivitis, and all those other bits and pieces, there's now research provided that suggests that it also helps to um, postpone Alzheimer's disease. So um, research conducted by Pietro Maido at Brogelmann's Research Laboratory, Department of Clinical Science, and the University of Bergen. Um, he said, has discovered some DNA-based proof that the bacteria causing gingivitis can move from the mouth to the brain. So, yeah, 
I've heard of this before. When um when you go in for open heart surgery, they first get your dentist to make sure that you don't have any major uh, infection in your mouth because of the risk of the transfer of the infection from your mouth, your organs. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, like the article we've got here is only pretty limited, but um, there's a link at the bottom of it to the actual research paper, which I did actually have a look at, and even though I've read lots of these sorts of things before, I was getting confused with some of the terminology. But, um, yeah, so, yeah, no, it's, this is a um, pretty easy way of pointing out to kids to brush their teeth. If you're having trouble with it, you go, if you don't want to lose your mind, brush your teeth. Imagine getting all those um, toothpaste companies like Colgate and Sensodyne saying, like, uh, use the, use our toothpaste and we will. this will improve your memory. Well, no, they're not saying it'll improve your memory. Well, they'll spin yeah. it. They'll spin it somehow. You're too far gone for that. No, if you spin it in that way, you're going back for false advertising because it's not saying that it improves your memory. So, yeah, um, I can see them possibly adding it in there as part of an advertising streak with parents and that, and especially for older people. But yeah, um, all up like the. Looking at the fact that it's a bacteria produces a protein that destroys the nerve cells in the brain. Oh, it says an enzyme in the article. Okay. I'm actually looking at the article and they're saying that a bacteria produces a protein. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. It uses both terms in the article you've linked. Yeah. The first uh, section before it says brush your for better memory mentions mm-hmm. a protein. Then in the last paragraph, the new medicine developed, it calls them enzyme. Yeah. Well, about wires a bit crossed. Yeah, some some people get a bit confused about whether what what an enzyme and what a bacteria is. And I'm too far gone with my assignments at the moment to be bothered to explain it. I um, could be wrong because I'm remembering high school, but I think an enzyme it chemical down. Now, nah, well, then if it's yeah, if a bacteria produces yeah, a bacteria can produce an enzyme. Yeah. So yeah, they're just jumping ahead of themselves a bit with it. Um, I'm actually looking at the actual research paper and they're talking about the fact that um, this particular property colonizes with neurons, atrocytes and pathology in AD hippocampus. And I'm looking at scatter plots and all sorts of research. So this is actually a proper research paper, unlike the idiots who proposed the idea that apparently beards are filthier than, and more germ-ridden than dogs. Yeah, I don't see why you would take it for that. Yeah, as I, I say, as I stroke my luscious beard. Okay, now you're making things weird. <laughs> hey, beards are sexy. Girls like beards. My girlfriend doesn't, and I've got a girlfriend. You don't, so I think I've got the higher. Uh, <laughs> uh, what's the shots fired? Sh- shots fired! Shots yeah, fired! Fire the... all cannons! <laughs> well, if you want, if you want to go there. <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do, you, do you really want to go there with an old you, man? Me outside now. Okay. <laughs> um. Yeah. Look, I love a properly researched um, scientific paper, and yeah, whoever it was that wrote that one for the beard stuff, beard one, it was completely inadequate. It wasn't properly researched. So yeah, I'm attacking that because it's pathetic. Stupid. Oh, remember yeah. the other stupid. Remember the other stupid one, which was um, if you swear too much, that means you're an intelligent person. No, it's um, people who swear are more likely, are generally more gen- genuine. There's, there's less deception in how they talk. That was that, and that's based on a few studies. They're actually pretty straightforward and correct. Oh, that's this one. People who curse too much have better vocabularies. That was the uh, no, that was actually, the study. Well, that's actually wrong because it actually shows that there's a poor level of vocabulary. Oh, hello. Here we go. We got um, DNA breakdown as part of this as well. So these guys have really gone into the, like that last thing that was the DNA tracking and they've actually got the actual strings of DNA. I, I'm, I'm in love. I've been reading too many other reports. So, yeah. Um, if there was ever any doubt of why brushing your teeth is good, um, go to this paper and you will sit there and go, oh, yeah. And I'll actually put a link 
as part of this. So, but um, I suppose we should probably move along before I start geeking out too much. Only if you feel like you are. If I don't, I'm going to have a um, moment with a, to sit outside and have a cup of tea and have a break, catch my breath. Um, yes, Cuphead, now playable in Tesla. Yep, the Tesla adding games to their uh, in-car tablet, which started with an Atari game years back, mm-hmm. and now they're adding in Cuphead. And uh, the Tesla team have been porting the Unity in Tesla, which makes me wonder when I, I use Unity for my game development. I wonder when I'm going to see export to Tesla appear in the, the menus. Um, yeah, I'm I'm finding this interesting because they're now encouraging you to play games when you're in in the car. Currently, um, only while you're parked. Okay, so you've actually got to be parked to activate them. Yeah. Okay. And presumably, uh, they would open that up. I think they're calling it Generation Five self-driving, which is complete car control. Okay, because I know they, yeah, because I heard that was, I saw some posts going around on the the internets with um, a couple have recorded themselves using the self drive, an automatic drive system of a Tesla, and tweeted about what they filmed. And um, yeah, Elon Musk actually tweeted back out, yeah, someone had to go there, didn't they? Yeah, currently it's required for you to keep your hands on the wheel. If you take your hands off the wheel for 30 seconds, it will get upset with you. Uh, okay. Um, yeah, the, the, this couple, I don't. I haven't actually gone and seen the video. I'm sure it's out there somewhere. They film themselves doing some stuff. You haven't heard about that one yet? No, I don't think. I have seen photos of people pretending to sleep while they drive. No, no. They, they, yeah, well, I don't think they're asleep. I find it hilarious. It's Cuphead and not not like Mario or Mario or Sonic. Mario or Sonic involve a company. They could get away with deal with the guys who made Cuphead. It would be much cheaper and easier, and it gives them an opportunity. Port Unity might have been something they planned to do already, so that game developers can get original content. Mm-hmm. The other fun part would be it's Cuphead, and it that game, uh, from what I've gathered, infuriates a lot of people. Because yeah. it's like the Dark Souls of side-scrolling. That's the other reason why you can't play driving. They don't want to deal with road driving. <laughs> so you, you put your cup in the cup holder to play Cuphead. Because oh. oh. otherwise you throw a hot cup of coffee at the screen and get in trouble. I will ban you. <laughs> oh, the puns. The puns. Rapunzel, yeah. Oh, I've just seen that uh, article you're referring to about the people doing that in the car. You do understand? Yes. <laughs> I didn't make that connection. I was trying to be um, kind of vague about it, but yeah. Um, the fact, the thing I love is the fact that they tweeted about it online and Elon Musk actually bothered to respond. Yeah, but I feel like Elon spends more time on Twitter than actually. Dude, he's a, dude, he's a very rich man. He can do whatever he wants. Like the time he appeared on Joe Rogan and spoke the joint. Um, I think it's more the fact that he actually heard us discussing about the fact that Walt Disney's the God Emperor. <laughs> and he's, so he's given up on taking control of the, the, the entire planet. But yeah, that's interesting how Tesla's slowly coming into into in, into the headlines. I mean, what, recently, what was slowly. the other day? Well, Where have you been for the past 10 years? In the ca- in, in a cave in a faraway land. <laughs> But um, yeah, <laughs> we don't want you your kind here. <laughs> oh, I don't you know, get man. Your Literally... ass back in there. I don't <laughs> care what Aladdin let you out. You get back in there. <laughs> oh, you, thank you, you're, genie. You're, you're being very um aggressive tonight, there. I'm have on you... my medication. I was going to say, <laughs> have you have you not been getting enough fiber in your diet? <laughs> no, I'm getting enough <laughs> Maybe we should give him a game of Cuphead. We had um, we had roadworks going on outside our house overnight. And okay. It had the uh, approximate sound level of a lawnmower inside your house. Okay. See, I would have just gone out there with the and put the sprinkler on, so it sprayed out over near them to get them to go away. That would have been manslaughter. It's cold out there. No, it's not manslaughter. They only be, they only die if they go and step into the water. It's not your fault. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, unfortunately, they were doing the roadworks to turn the water off, so... Okay. I'll just shout out, the ground is lava every five minutes. <laughs> but yeah, in terms of Tesla coming into coming in, um, did you guys hear about the news of the Melbourne of Victoria Police um, being given Tesla cars now? For when they really need to get going. So, so yeah, yeah. Which Tesla well, are they getting? Is it? I think it's Tesla three, if my memory serves me right. So which one's that? Is that the sedan or is that the? Yeah, that's the cheaper sedan. Okay. The uh, the Model S is the posh one. The Model X is the people mover. There we go. It's the Model X. Oh, it's the Model X they're getting. Yeah. Oh, be... Can you imagine how many police officers are there and just opening up the back doors remotely just so that it looks like it's flying? <laughs> <laughs> You're just going to set them on a loop so it's just going flap, flap, flap. <laughs> yep. And then when you're chasing down someone on a drug charge, they'll just be completely high as a kite and be like, oh no, the flying cops are here. <laughs> and you can drive the car with your phone. So you have someone who's really tripping and you sit there and you bring the car to you with the phone and you go, so even the car doesn't believe you, it's coming to get you. <laughs> and you're driving it towards you and they're going, oh no, there's nobody driving. The car's coming to get me. <laughs> Like in that um that James Bond movie. I didn't yeah. think it actually do that. No, they actually um in the Model X or whatever it is, they had it on um Top Gear, I think it was. Um second second car they've ever had from Tesla on Top Gear. Um yeah. And um they actually show that it actually drives towards you. It isn't always perfect, apparently. But yeah. Oh right, yeah. It's got the uh autopilot, so you call it took you up at like where you're standing and seem to walk out into the car park. Yeah, and if you get idiots who park you in in the car park, so they're parked so too close to your car, so you can't get in the doors. Yeah, it'll you can have it drive forward so you can get in. Okay, I thought it was like uh, I think it's tomorrow never dies, where he's yeah, got um, a touch pad on his phone and he can steer yeah, the car. It's not quite that advanced. I don't see any reason why it couldn't be. Trust me, if it was, legal. I'd probably be having fun with it all the time. Yeah. <laughs> And we could have be, real remote control car race. I was just going to say, <laughs> you'd, have, you'd have people who do hacking and they would take over people's cars to have street racing. Well, we're already hey. having that problem. People, um, some hackers a few years back now worked out that they could connect to a car by Bluetooth and then hack into the engine controls and stuff and uh, control the throttle and the brakes. And then they worked out they could steer it by applying the brakes on side only. Yeah. But this would, but taking it to the level of what they had in Tomorrow Never Dies, would yeah. be you sit there and hook it up at your PlayStation or Xbox controller and go for it. And um, yeah, I, I'm I'm just thinking um, we got people who, when they're high on drugs, doing the um, Grand Theft Auto road rage thing and stealing cars. Could you imagine the police able to take control of your car like that? Some people are not going to be very happy with that. Like, there, there's so many ways we, that you could have fun with it and you yeah. could just mess with people's, yeah. It, it kind of reminds me of um, Terminator, Terminator 3 with the, with the female Terminator, how she could control um, all the car, all the electronic cars and turn it, make it into weapons. Okay. It also the funny thing is it'd be like screw buying a drone. I could just buy. I could just get this hacking software, turn any car into a drone. We well, still need planes for what drones do at the moment. Because I, I, as much as I like to see a flying car delivering a missile, <laughs> although given that with what, the way you're going there and the approach you're taking, you've got um, the Tesla electronic self-driving truck. The Mercedes have got a self-driving truck as well. Yeah. Oh man, that would be. <laughs> oh, imagine controlling that truck with the with the palm of your hand and just ramming it into banks and banks. Oh, that would be scary. Well, what I'm looking to having a sure it'll put a lot of people out of jobs, but I reckon you could get huge amounts of efficiency and um, take a lot of dangerous drivers off the road because hours that is run a healthy. Have you been reading one of my some of my assignments again? <laughs> Next question. 
I, I, I seriously, no. I, I, I've actually written two papers on that this semester alone. Okay. Wow. It's uh, something I remember reading about a while back. And there's always that sort of meme about the trucker who's got the coke. Is he, uh, instead of sleeping, he snorts and goes all night. Yeah, that's not really happening as much these days because they do the random drug tests and everything like that. Yeah. As someone who's actually worked in the logistics industry, the scariest comments I've heard are from some of the old truck drivers who talk about the fact that the trip from Brisbane to Melbourne was calculated as two pizzas and three slabs of beer and five lines of Coke. Wow. And drugs are apparently really expensive. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Well, it depends on who you know. If you're the guy in the truck that's delivering the drugs, you're not really going to be having to pay too much for it, are you? True. Dude, by, by the time, dude, that's it, that whole conversation, dude, it sounds like we're going to incriminate ourselves with all this information to be like, you know, no. some... oh, like, it's, it's common knowledge that that's how the industry used to be. And you can't incriminate yourself if you've done nothing wrong. Anyway, let's move along. Professor, what game have you been playing lately? I'm still playing Cataclysm, so absolutely horrible. This <laughs> Again. week's uh, yeah, Again. my best uh, survivor story is that I woke up in a, an evacuation shelter, met a guy, picked up some gear, um, then started heading into town, walked up to the edge of a lava pit, realized I was catching on fire and ran away, then went and raided a couple of, couple of houses, killed a bunch of picked up a friend, and then um, set fire to a house trying to make a little fireplace keep me warm overnight and <laughs> while i was sitting next to the house reading a book like by the light of the fire because the house is on fire i can't put it out and i need to stay warm and i can't go to sleep while outside because zombie the fire spread and set me on fire and i burnt the death <laughs> <laughs> you are so smart huh <laughs> i was i was reading a book that's smart yeah while burning your house down to keep yourself warm wow Hey, come on. Lots of people have burnt houses to keep themselves warm. Look at the Vikings. That's the reason why they used to sail across the North Sea, and the first thing they did when they landed on England or wherever they were raiding was go and set fire to a town. <laughs> and I was the only living person in that town, apart from my mate. But if I burnt the town down, it's on me. It's my town. No one else is there to stop me. Not even the cops are good. Yeah. Plus, it's also a good way of killing off lots of zombies. If you can get them into the house, I didn't. Well, that was a mistake. Yeah. Oh, poor planning, poor planning. <laughs> so, DJ, what have you been playing since you uh trying to claim such intellectual superiority, even though you uh, were you, you used to play um, Fallout 76? <laughs> when you let's not let's not go to that argument because I last I recall it was you all three of us were agreeing to playing it. And then all of a sudden, you two said, oh, no, fucking... <laughs> we, we, we said it was looking good and it might be worth a play. And then when the news came out that it was rushed, it started, very good, we both said, you know what, this isn't very good. Let's wait for it to come out and see how the reviews go. And you went right out and spent $300. I didn't buy 300 I spent like 120 bucks on the, um, on, and not the collector's edition, this is the tricentennial edition. Collector's yeah. is like, Collectors is 400 by the way, and that comes with the helmet and stuff. All I got was just DLC and a, and a bad disc. Well, there you go. See, you, you, you probably should go on for the better edition because you need a helmet because you're a hero. And if you got the helmet, <laughs> you'd at least have something worthwhile out of it. Well, there was also not only the helmet, there was also the, the bag and the, you know, the Which whole setup. Which has gotten a uh, replacement for. <laughs> After six, six months. months. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, they said... Give us six months, we'll sort it out. <laughs> Boy, I, was I lucky not to get that. <laughs> I wonder, wonder if anyone's actually going to turn up to E3 and be wearing a Fallout 76 leather jacket 
Oh, <laughs> or just wear that power helm, power mask. Just wear that power helmet. That's all you need to do, just to piss Todd Howard off. Hey, hey, come on. All right, you boys have been swearing a bit this episode, so come on, ease it back. We've already disproven the fact that it's supposed to make you sound like you got a better vocabulary. If I can be bothered, I'm going to edit in a really long here. I probably won't. Anyway, getting back to what we're supposed to be talking about, rather than just teasing the, the DJ. So I've been um, playing World of Combat 11, and yeah, again. they're just doing... <laughs> again. Well, again. 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 Well, what was it? Uh, th- that's not, it? It wasn't consistent, though. I got two weeks. The professor's got three weeks. <laughs> so I know. You got more than two weeks as you were playing it before that as well. Yeah, that's true. I said, as I said, two weeks. No, I said two weeks. <laughs> it needs a soundboard when we have Bucky. <laughs> I said two weeks. Professor's been doing it for three weeks. Yeah, you've so been doing, you played it for more than two weeks. You've you've played this at least four or five weeks. And Professor, how long has he been playing it for now? Three or four. I'm not. I'm just saying, like you're sitting there picking on him. Come on. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. You want to you want to turn around and start picking on people? <laughs> at least he's always played the game each week. Not like someone I know. <laughs> but yeah, I've been um, playing MK11, and yeah, they're they're just doing power balancing. Um, uh-huh. updates and they've ad- ad- finally added the run function into the crypt which they should have done at the beginning of the game I don't understand why they didn't do it but the run finally they in the um, crypt all you have to all you do is just walk around and there are certain traps where you need to time where, you, where it takes a specific timing and instead of running you have to walk and the traps are very quick okay um, so, so they've actually got it Going through mazes and stuff as well now. Yeah, yeah. See, I remember Mortal Kombat when it was an arcade game, and it was literally you you stand there and you'll just fight. Yeah, but um, nowadays with Mortal Kombat 11 and the whole, you can get you can buy this if you spend like this amount of money, you can get the skin for your character, or you can get this certain crystal certain augment for your character. Does it make you fight better? Um. To a certain degree, yes, it does make you fight better, but it's only on online games, not on uh-huh. um, not on local games. That's the pro- that's the trouble. Uh, okay. Oh well, kind of a waste of money then. Yeah. I've been yeah. playing a game called Get Off My Lawn, which I've been thoroughly enjoying. He hasn't actually been playing a game. That's just his life. <laughs> I don't know. In this one, you actually get to shoot people. They're supposed to be aliens, but they look like a cross between a Teletubby and um, Will Smith in blue body paint. <laughs> oh. So, but it's a free game on Steam, and you have an old guy who's having a snooze on his lounge, and there's a knock at the door, and he gets up and goes out, and as he goes to the front door, he grabs his rifle, and he's got a um, little dog that's got a moustache and eyebrows the same as him. And there's an alien at the door with a present in its hands, and he shoots it. And then the mothership comes, and a UFO comes down outside his gate above the street, and aliens start beaming down, and yeah, they approach, and you just have to keep shooting them. So it's a whole lot of fun, actually. Great little break for in the middle of assignments when you just need to have a quick five or ten minute break away from so, writing. So before you shoot any um, of the aliens, do you get to say, get off my lawn? Well, you don't say it, he does. And he says it all the way through the game. So, yeah. Does, it sound like, does he sound like Clint Eastwood when he says it? Kind of similar. It's kind of, it's, it's kind of in the vein of Clint Eastwood and so forth, um, except this is, this is a guy who looks like he could be um, one of the hobbits, except for the fact he's got small feet. Um, so he's got a, got a huge head and a chubby body, but he's wearing a um, sweater vest with an argyle pattern sort of thing or diamond pattern and a yellow bow tie and you get to upgrade your gun so when you upgrade your gun you get to add in um you can buy the shotgun a ray gun and also a musket you can buy sandbags to put in front of your or defenses to put in front of your porch and also and special hearing aids and all sorts of things that doesn't sound so do you get any Do you get any buffs while while I'm um, shooting and stuff like uh, extra ammunition or rapid fire or multi oh, shot? 
you got um, unlimited ammo, so that's not a problem. Um, you can switch guns just by pushing one, two, or three. So, but you got to buy the gun to start with, and then so the, the rifle or musket only shoots one shot at a time, but it's just as quick as you push the but the mouse button, it shoots or spacebar it shoots, and then um, yeah, when, with the shotgun it fires out um, three or four pellets and does more damage. Hmm. That sounds like a fun game to play. Each time you shoot someone, shoot one of the aliens, you collect orbs, and the more orbs you collect in a row, the more of a buff you get on your score. So yeah, like some of the comments that he makes in the game, like when you're playing, like there's one of them. You don't know who you're messing with. Sounds a little bit like um, Jute Newcomb back in the day. <laughs> but, um, yeah. So do you recommend it? I, I highly recommend it. It's a good, fun game. What platform is on? I might actually go. Um, but, Sorry, I was actually playing it just then. <laughs> it's actually on Steam. Addict. Ah, he doesn't like shooting the odd alien or two. Yeah. So, yeah, it's on Steam. It's PC... Um, he's just yeah, scrolling left and right and shooting as they approach down the screen like Space Invaders used to be. But all in all, a lot of fun. Um, so let's move along to shoutouts. And first up, we have to sing Happy Birthday to the DJ. Oh, who's a, who's no. A, who's really old today. <laughs> today? <laughs> it's not even my... But I'm not, de- but I'm not old yet. <laughs> yes, you are. And you're bold enough to prove it. Oh. <laughs> so should we sing him happy birthday or oh, just embarrass him? Just embarrass <laughs> him. Because I'll sing him. Oh. <laughs> 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 um, so shout outs this week. iTunes, the jukebox software that revolutionized the music industry after its launch in 2001, is now shutting down. Um, iTunes will be replaced in macOS Catalina by separate applications for music, podcast, and TV. Finder will also be able to perform the device management capabilities previously contained in iTunes. Okay. But it's not going to affect the Windows version, which is complete rubbish, because the Windows version of iTunes is by far the worst because instead of using the libraries built into Windows, they were like, let's just throw everything we use on Mac into there and wrap it in. Because we couldn't be bothered making it properly compatible. Bloody rubbish. Yeah, I know um, one of my lecturers used to re- do the recordings and release on, uh, an I- on an Apple format. And they used to do like a little podcasting for some of the um, lectures. And yeah, that was a very unpopular Spe- um, Speaking of... Speaking of Apple and how horrible it is, what do you guys thought of the this week's new Apple news on its um, new PC, the new monitors, and the stand? Well, the stand's all anyone's talking about. It's the one successful piece of marketing from that. Um, I'm talking about a thousand scans. I honestly haven't bothered because it's Apple, and Apple sucks. Yeah, I won't be. Oh yeah. Anyway, but it's so I'm... funny though how. The stand costs like four hundred bucks or five. Is it six hundred? It's nine hundred and ninety-nine US dollars. Which you say for it's going to be about ten grand. <laughs> Moving along to something more interesting, though. Fourth um, of June, eighteen ninety-six, at approximately four a.m. on at, on that date, in the shed behind his home on Bagley Avenue in Detroit, Henry Ford unveils the quadricycle. So we've gone, we've gone from Apple, who sucks, to Ford, which breaks down. Um, the first automobile he ever designed or drove. Okay. Apparently, because he was on call at all hours to ensure that Detroit had electrical services 24 hours a day, he was able to use his flexible working schedules to work on his pet projects, building a horseless carriage with a gasoline-powered engine. All right. Um, so congratulations to Ford. 4th of June, 1940. Um, This is a special one that, yeah. The British complete the miracle of Dunkirk by evacuating 338,226 Allied troops from France via a flotilla of over 800 vessels, ranging from Royal Navy destroyers, merchant marine boats, fishing boats, pleasure craft, and even lifeboats. 
Um, and I have heard rumors there at one point that there was like with some, and they say lifeboats. Um, it was actually, you know, those life rings that they have on the ships. Some enterprising guys had tied those together, and I, and guys were hanging on to that and being dragged across the channel. Cool. We uh, do that sort of thing at scouts sometimes. So you basically scouts could save the army during a war. Pretty much. Well, that's that's the whole thing behind it. Like that's yeah, it's a useful application of knowledge. Yeah, and it's fun. It is. Um, on the fourth of June in two thousand and four, Marvin Hamaya, an American welder and automobile muffler repair shop owner, went on a rampage with a modified bulldozer, now known as Killdozer. So, 15 years to the day that he went on a rampage in Killdozer. After he, and he ended when he became stuck in the basement of a gamble store. Apparently that gamble didn't pay off. <laughs> <laughs> I, think the professor just, I think the professor just died. Um, Fourth of June, two thousand and nineteen, Pride March turns fifty. The Pride marches are outdoor events celebrating the LGBTQ social and self-acceptance achievements, legal rights, and pride. Um, yeah, congratulations and keep it going. I guess. Um, yeah. We 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 did this we is, did have uh, one we were going to say weren't going to say about, but um. After certain comments in the news from um, our friends in China, um, we have to give a shout out to Tiananmen Square <laughs> because apparently it's um, a, a breach of some law or something or espionage, according to China, for America to talk about it. I saw when... a, a headline the other day where they were so trying to say that the US technology was a violation of international law. I've never heard of the international law saying that we're not allowed to talk about it. Yeah, an international law about what, China? About them, <laughs> about them um, using tanks to turn people into mincemeat. Well, China wouldn't admit to doing that. So, yes, shame, shame. But the people who did this in 1989, um, yeah, apparently there's been a massive um, protest in Hong Kong as well. So, so yeah, um, if I... If I upset anyone by talking about this, I am sorry, but yeah, if you're going to be an absolute scumbag and do this sort of stuff, I'm going to come after you and talk about it just because it annoys you and embarrasses you. Um, but now that we've upset the um, non-hacking part of our listening, listener base because they've just got better computers. <laughs> I think um, we've officially been banned from ever going to China. <laughs> Uh, well, I had um, a hacking report on my a couple of my online accounts that were all coming from uh, Beijing. Strangely enough, from the same building. Wow. Yes. Someone in there really wants yeah. to come to you. I don't know why. <laughs> like, I'm, if they want to contact me, I'm on, I'm on Facebook. Oh, hang on. Am I allowed to have that in China? <laughs> um, moving along, before we have um, Chinese assassins climbing through the windows. Um, remembrances. <laughs> On the 2nd of June, 2019, Alistair Browning, New Zealand actor who won several awards for his work in film, television, and theatre. Best known for his role in America's Mr. Lawrence, Lord of the Rings, um, Siege, Power Rangers, Dino, Supercharge. Do you really want to have your name remembered for that? Um, died of cancer at the age of 65 in Palmerston North. On the 3rd of June, 2019, Paul Darrow, English actor, who came to national prominence after playing the role of Kurt Avon in the 1970s BBC science fiction television series, Blake's Seven. That was a good show. Um, he also starred twice in Doctor Who, playing Captain Hawkins. And, yeah, he's been a lot of, lot of things. Um... He was also on radio and was well known for his dry-witted comments pertaining to current events. No wonder I like him. He died of a short-term illness at 78 in Chessington, Surrey. On the 5th of June, 1916, Mildred J. Hill, American songwriter, musicologist who composed the melody for 
Good morning to you all. Later to be used for happy birthday to you. You belong in the zoo. Um, she died at 56 in Chicago, Illinois. Um, birthdays. 4th of June, 1971. Noel Wiley, American film, television and theatre actor. He is known for his roles as Dr. John Carter in ER and Tom Mason in Falling Skies. Also, um, we haven't got listed here. Oh, yeah, no. Flynn Carson in the Librarian franchise. Um, yeah, happy birthday. 5th of June, 1899. Otis Barton. Um American deep sea diver, inventor, and actor Barton designed the first, very first bathysphere and made a dive with William Bede off Bermuda in June 1930. They set the record for deep sea de- diving by descending 600 feet. In 1934, they set another record at 3,028 feet or 923 meters. Um, Barton acted in the 1938 Hollywood movie, Titans of the Deep. He was born in New York. Um, 6th of June, 1954, Harvey Firestein, American actor, playwright, and voice actor, won um, Tony Award for Best Actor in his play, um, Torch Song Trilogy, about a gay drag performer, and his quest for love. Um, Also, was he Uncle Jack in Mrs. Doubtfire? Aunt, Aunt Jack? Yeah, yeah. And he appeared he in, was in Mrs. Stuff. Yep. He's appeared in quite a number of different movies. Um, he's a funny, funny man. Um, 3rd of June, 2017, the amazing world of Dr. Seuss Museum opens in Springfield, Massachusetts. It features artworks that have ne- were never seen before in public, along with interactive exhibits and, ex- and attempts to explain... How the author's childhood experiences inspired his work. Fourth um, of June, nineteen forty, Winston Churchill's speech, "We shall fight on the seas and the oceans," was delivered. Sweet. Yes, oh yeah, um, one of one of the greatest speeches to learn. Like stuff Shakespeare, learn Winston Churchill. Um, yeah, one of the most brilliant speeches in political history. Um, yeah. 4th of June, 1973, a patent for the ATM is granted to Don Wetzel, Tom Barnes, and George Chastain. And I think that's everything this week. Oh, and uh, let's not forget, today is 75 years of D- 75th anniversary of D-Day. Is today the 75th anniversary of D-Day? I believe it is. Did you guys see the uh, video I linked? 97-year-old veteran uh, skydiving as part of reenactment team? Yes, I did. Yeah, it's today. Okay. Today is 70, 75 years. Apparently uh, one of the uh, jumpers... Ooh, ooh. No, no, I was just saying, okay. Yeah, so apparently one of the, jump, one of the uh, jumpers had a near-perfect jump to commemorate for D-Day. Okay. Well, you would have wanted to have a near-perfect jump jumping into the mid-territory. Um, yeah, one of the Biggest um, military operations in history that even I think the only time they come close to beating it was um, with the invasion of Iraq for the massing of troops and so forth. Um, sad, sad loss of life, life though. So, yeah, uh, by the way, uh, to correct my the, uh, to correct what I said earlier on, uh, it was not 75, it's 97 year old. That's amazing. Uh-huh. A 97-year-old did his D-Day parachute jump. Yeah, that's what I said just a minute ago. I said, did you guys see the video I linked of the 97-year-old doing the jump? I think I did, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. so it's the 75th anniversary, and a 97-year-old did a jump for the reenactment. <laughs> but the best part about it is the fact that if you ever miss us when we're talking about something, the DJ is guaranteed to repeat it for us not long yeah. afterwards. Um, Alrighty, um, well, if... There's nothing else, is there, other than to wish the DJ a happy birthday? He somehow survived yet another year. He's got a couple of dings and bumps and scrapes, but he's still alive. (laughs) He's got less hair on top of his head, more body hair in other places. He's getting old. (laughs) Um, Alrighty, well then, um, where can they find us, Professor? Stitcher, Spotify, 
iTunes up until they shut that down. Um, <laughs> or the that's not canon.com website. And what's our Twitter address? Twit? At, uh, <laughs> uh, they could email us at nerds.amalgamated at gmail.com. And they can find us on Twitter at nAmalgamated. Uh-huh. Now you know why I call him a tweet. And they can also find us on Facebook. Awesome. Um, alrighty. Um, I guess that's the end of the show. So remember to... Because we haven't done bingo this week. All hail the penguins. <laughs> Was that good? Have we got bingo now, guys? No, because we didn't mention anyone else. Ah, okay. Um, well... We'll give a shout out this week to a friend of the podcast, um, the marvelous people at General Queries, and we'll double up and also go give a shout out to a new podcast um, which has just started, which um, Cosmic Moments, I think it's called, um, which is about relaxation stuff. So yeah, um, go and check them out. Say hello. Tell them we sent you. They might be a bit abusive. Who knows? Um, other than that, it's, yeah, remember to look after yourselves and take care of each other and stay hydrated. Hooroo. See you next week. See you guys. What should I listen to now? We are Castology. This is our podcast about podcasts. We are your Castologists, Patrick Shearer, Liz Best, and Zancy Weber. Each week, we'll bring you three of the best and sometimes not so best podcasts around. We'll also do the hard work and trawl the RSS feeds to find the newest podcast that should be on your radar. And then next week, we come back and tell you what we thought of the recommendations and bring three new sparkling podcasts to check out. Now, will we always agree with each other's picks? Probably not. But hey, you're clever. You know that's how reviews work. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or any podcatcher of your choice. That's not kind of productions podcast. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.